0: Hello and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies, and what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Boy oh boy oh boy, we are one more episode away from being at episode 30. So today we are celebrating episode 29 and I have to say I am absolutely blown away from all the messages that I received on last week's episode. So what are we? What, what's the excitement? What's been going on? Well if you've missed the last few weeks, in episode 27 I did a, an overview of why do we do the things that we do? Like what is it that motivates us? What drives us? And what are these things called the six core needs? So I, I'm breaking them down in a mini-series right now which is Reducing Your Frustration Series. And today we are hitting part number two, Uncertainty. Yes, that is the exact opposite of the one that we did last week, certainty. So I want you to think about it. What would happen if you always knew everything that would happen to you? Let's be honest, you'd probably be bored to death. So uncertainty brings excitement and spice to your life. The level of uncertainty that you are willing and able to live with determines how much and how fast you will change keep in mind that being able to deal with uncertainty is also a skill that can actually be developed. As you become more confident that you can deal with change, you can start to adapt to uncertainty. Also, as you start associating uncertainty and change with something that can create happiness and something that can help you achieve your dreams, your desires for uncertainty will actually increase. So Tony Robbins says uncertain times can be positive like moving to a new city but when they're unexpected they're often disruptive and difficult. Regardless of what uncertainty comes in remember that you have a choice. You can either ride the wave of change or you can let it crash upon you and struggle to remain afloat. Now it's pretty fair to say in the past two years lots of people have been letting it crash, and we struggle to remain afloat. And on the flip side of that, lots of people have seen COVID as an opportunity to grow and expand, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. Now, again, it's fair to say, uncertainty across the world has been at an all-time high. We're dealing with a pandemic, and this is like the first time many of us have ever lived, where the whole world has shut down. Businesses are shut down, countries have shut down, production has shut down, you name it, everyone has had an impact from COVID and that's created a lot of uncertainty and what we're going to start to figure out today is how are you dealing with the uncertainty of your world today? Is it resourceful or is it unresourceful? Is it being good for you or is it being bad for you? That's what we're going to figure out today. So you might want to grab a pen and a piece of paper because we're going to dive really deep into uncertainty. You know that need for the unknown, for change, for new stimulus, for adventure. So all people are driven by the six human needs. Needs that are essential to our ultimate happiness. Both certainty and uncertainty top the list. We all want more certainty so we can can break through fear and steer our lives towards our destiny. Certainty is the emotion that allows us to accomplish what once seemed impossible. Our capacity to achieve, lead and serve is expanded by it and it is a resource we can access in a moment. At the same time, when you think about the opposite of certainty, uncertainty, you may think it produces fear Worry and doubt. The truth is that uncertainty or variety is just as important to leading a fulfilling life. In times of uncertainty, surprise and fun in our lives can be unlocked and allow us to experience brand new feelings, thoughts, beliefs and strategies. Uncertainty can liberate us, while certainty allows us to get anything we want from life. So I'm curious are you struggling in your world right now? Perhaps COVID has made your whole world turn upside down. Maybe your health has been on a decline. Maybe your mental and emotional well-being has been really difficult or you have found it really challenging to stay on top of your game. Maybe your relationships have had an impact. Maybe you're more reactive as opposed to proactive. Maybe you haven't had any connection and you haven't had any fun or adventures with your friends or your family because you've been struggling with lockdowns. Maybe, you know, you've lost your mission and and you no longer have a job or at least you no longer had the job that once made you feel fulfilled. Maybe your finances have taken a huge jump, either increase or decrease. And maybe right now you're just stuck in a rut And you're self-sabotaging yourself in every possible arena right now. And you just feel really frustrated. So if that's you, then this podcast is for you. Because we're going to break down a step for you. A really simple step. We're going to break down uncertainty and variety in your life so that you can get this need met in a more resourceful way so that you can feel more fulfilled. You can be an inspiration and a motivation for your family, for your friends, for your work colleagues. You can start feeling proud of yourself and you can start showing up being the person that you truly want to be. Yoshida Kenko says, Life's most precious gift is uncertainty. what I really love about this quote and what I found fascinating is when COVID first hit um, and I remember this vividly and we came home and we thought you know we're in unfamiliar territory and I just sat down and and we looked at each other and we figured out okay how are we going to keep our staff employed that was the, the number one for us is how can we keep paying our staff and We had a little bit of a meltdown and we went into, okay, so I went to chocolate. I went to the chocolate cupboard and my head was just going into crazyville. And I sat down and I just said to Sam, the one thing that I want to be able to say at the end of this first lockdown, because we thought that was going to be the only lockdown, right, is I wanted us to show up to be the calm in the storm, not only for our team, uh, also for our members, also for our clients. I also wanted us to be able to show up to be the calm in the storm so that we could inspire other people around us to do exactly the same thing. So life's most precious gift is uncertainty. So we chose to see COVID as a gift as opposed to a complete and utter freakout session. To be honest, though, I mean, it has been two years and I have moments. I still have moments right now that, um, you know, COVID has well, let's just be honest, It's one of the most talked about topics. If you're a mainstream media person, every, when you turn on the radio, when you turn on the TV, it's like COVID, 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 COVID. So you could live in fight or flight. And if you've been living and watching mainstream media every single night, then you are living in fight or flight, right? Because uncertainty is everywhere. Like, I don't know about, I mean, we've got so many follow uh, global followers here, right? In New Zealand right now, things are changing every single day. Like we're in the peak of Omicron right now. Um, some people are just thinking it's a breeze and other people are really freaking out we've had people that have virtually been locked down for two years the agrophobe you know they're struggling with agrophobia the suicide rates are going up the violence is going up the abuse is going up both physically and mentally people are really struggling and a lot of this has to do with how much uncertainty there is not only in their job it's in within their uh, family it's also within their travel it's within uh, finances like you know we've we've had so many lockdowns in this country I, I think it's natural and it's normal that if you haven't had a holy shit moment in the last two years man something is seriously wrong with you like everyone has been on the uncertainty train and everyone has had their times to be reactive as opposed to proactive however today We're going to start highlighting areas that you can make significant changes so that you can start showing up with more confidence. You can be more proactive and less reactive. That's simple, simple, simple. All right. So what we're going to do is, first of all, we're going to go through how you are currently getting your uncertainty or variety need met. So if you're really feeling frustrated right now, this one's for you you're getting your needs of uncertainty met unresourcefully. That means it's not good for you, it's not good for others, and you're focusing on fear or worry. So if you notice that you're right now living in fear or worry, I want you to take notice of the points that I'm going to bring up and I want you to mark which ones are standing out for you. Number one, overwhelm. Are you feeling overwhelmed right now? And if you are, I want you to know you are seriously not alone. My number one issue that clients are coming to me for at the moment and in the last three to six months is overwhelm and self-sabotage right now. These are the two big ones but number one is overwhelm. Overwhelm happens when you think you need to figure everything out all at once and when COVID came along There were so many things that we weren't able to figure out. It was out of our control. And some people decided that overwhelm was the best strategy at the time. And hands up, I may or may not have been one of those people. So I want you to just have a think about in the last two years, or maybe right now, maybe last week, maybe yesterday. As you're listening to this podcast, where have you been overwhelming yourself? So is it in your uh, mental and emotional Is it your family? Is it your friends? Is it, you know, organizing experiences or adventure? Where has overwhelm shown up in your life? Because that is providing uncertainty in an unresourceful way. Number two, drugs, alcohol and sex. Yes, number two is drug, alcohol and sex because it provides the uncertainty need that must get met. When you get drunk, you get variety. When you take drugs, there's uncertainty. When you have sex, there's variety. Now, whoa, 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 you're like, what do you mean, Ish? What's wrong with drinking alcohol? What's wrong with taking drugs? What's wrong with taking sex? Look, nothing is wrong with any one of those unless it's causing you frustration. So if you're overdoing drinking your alcohol and and you're the type of person right now that keeps saying to yourself, I've just got to have a couple of wines to get through this right if you're changing partners all the time or you're looking for different um, positions and that's creating uncertainty for you sexually in the bedroom right and that's causing frustration for you or your partner or partners then that's no longer resourceful that's unresourceful for you and if you're thinking about drugs or you're taking drugs okay putting aside the fact that you know, it's illegal, However, if you are taking drugs currently and it's causing you frustration, if you're reliant on it and it's an addiction or it's a habit and you can't live without it, and that's where the frustrations coming in, that could potentially be your way of getting your uncertainty need met in an unresourceful way. I just want to share with you one of the main ones that comes up at the gym all the time. And, you know, we've owned a woman's gym for how long is it? Nearly 18 years. Nearly 18 years next month, everybody. How wonderful is that? So one of the big ones that comes up for us is alcohol. So, you know, when we say to women, if they're looking at the weight loss journey and they say, look, you know, I need to cut back my alcohol. And I'm like, how much are you drinking? And I go, why is that a problem for you? And these are some of the things that come up is Well, um, I'm not getting any skinnier-ish. I'm drinking instead of eating. I become really short-tempered with my children. I become less patient with them. I wake up the next morning and when I go to work, I feel groggy. I don't feel on top of my game. I actually need alcohol every night. And then we've got some ladies that come along and just say, I just have a couple of wines every night. It just helps me relax and it helps me unwind. I deserve it. I deserve a couple of drinks at the end of the night. So what most people don't realize is that alcohol is is creating or it's achieving the outcome of getting your uncertainty or variety need met at an unconscious level. So what does that mean? What that means is unconsciously you're in a habit that is either resourceful or unresourceful. So it's either, you know, And I say to clients all the time, if it's not having an an impact on your life, and it's just like me having my cup of coffee in the morning, no one gets harmed, it's, it's good for me, it's good for others, and I don't focus on fear or worry, then coffee it is. But if you're at the level right now where you know that it's not good for you because you're reliant on it, you have to drive past the alcohol shop every day, and you're like going, you're having that conversation with yourself or that internal dialogue. Should I drive in? I've got to drive in. No, I don't need to do it today. I've got to have just one today. Just if you notice the conversations that you're having with yourself and it's really hard for you to resist and you're starting to be frustrated at yourself or frustrated with other people around you, remember if it's not good for you and it's not good for others and you're focusing on fear or worry, that is going to cause frustration. It means that you're getting that uncertainty need met in an unresourceful way. And I guess it's a good opportunity here, it's a classic, is, you know, when you've been in a relationship and then all of a sudden, you know, you've had all this certainty in a relationship and then the relationship breaks up and now you've got uncertainty. So what you want to do is you're either creating certainty or uncertainty because things are now different. So what most people tend to do is they start you know, either one entering into the drug arena, entering into having sex with different partners and three moving on to drinking lots of alcohol. And if you are one of those people or anything that I've mentioned here today you can resonate with, I want you to know not only are you not alone but you can easily swap this out to get your certainty or your uncertainty need met in a more resourceful way. Remember alcohol, temporary fun with permanent consequences. Okay, we covered that one. Number three, creating drama and problems for ourselves so that we have something to do. Oh, Ochi mama. This is going to be like one of those ching, ching, slap across the face things. Like you're going to be like, that could be me. And that's okay because lots of people say this is them. So what does that mean specifically? What it means is you could potentially be trying to solve other people's shit or problems. Let's call them problems, right? You try to solve their problems rather than working on your own or you become invested in their world and you try to fix their problems and you create your own little drama so that you can get distracted on the sparkly little thing on the outside. So hey, I'll give you an example. This is a a wonderful example that we have in our couple coaching. Is So if if you've got too much certainty in your relationship, you might have one of you in the relationship that likes to create a little bit of drama. So they become a little bit picky or they start an argument or they start a fight and they create problems for for, for you because you're the receiving end of it, right? because then they have something to do. They like to have constant drama. So your relationship's going really well. One of the people don't like it in the relationship. They want a little bit more uncertainty. So they chuck a spanner in the works and they just start losing their shit. So I'm curious, have you ever been in a relationship, you know, in the past, or are you currently in a relationship where one of you likes to antagonize the other person? I know you think about this, and and some of you, I hope, are laughing at this, because now that you have awareness around this, you can create change around it if you so choose. And just quickly, I mean, who is watching maths at the moment? Like, you know, Married at First Sight. I know, don't roll your eyes. One of my friends said to me two years ago, Ursh, you've got to watch it. And I thought, oh my God, I watched the first episode, and I thought, this is one hour I will never get back in my life. Okay, hands are slowly going up. I'm addicted to the show. Why? Because it's giving me drama. There's so much drama in there. I'm so grateful and blessed that my life is so simple. So I go and watch someone else's drama. I, I can't wait for you to message me and say, yes, yes, look, I feel exactly the same. Oh, and I've, I've got to mention the the drama queen friend. I may or may not have been that person too in my past, and I may or may not be that person too to this day. No, um. Maybe you've been in a position where you have been the drama queen, maybe you are the drama queen, or maybe you've got a friend or a family member that is the drama queen. And no matter where you go or what conversation you have with that person, it is always about drama they it's like you want to roll their eyes every time you come into contact with them you're like here we go again they actually increase your central nervous system when they're talking and and you give them assistance and you provide them support and then you give them feedback and then you give them strategies on how to change an outcome and they're not listening they're just creating more and more drama one drama ends and another one unfolds and you, and they say things like drama is always in my life i attract drama And you're like, uh, what you think about, you bring about. So if you be thinking about drama, honey, you're going to bring more of that shit into your world. And that's not how we want to roll when you move forward with your life by design.
1: And you might even know that person where you, you just, you walk up to them and go, hi how are you and then you go oh no I should never have said that because now you're just gonna get the oh my life is so bad this is happening this is happening and you're there for 15 minutes just nodding and listening to the drama and you wish that you hadn't asked how are you and just said hi and walked on <laughs> And that is because that person is getting the
0: uncertainty need met unresourcefully. It is such a simple thing. Once you understand this, you can create change in your life and be the role model for other people to do exactly the same. So this is why I'm so excited for this series. I just know that you're going to get so much benefit from this. And number four, come on, Sam, bring it in.
1: Self-sabotage. Okay, what does that mean to you? It means that even when you're doing things right, you're going to screw it up and you're going to mess it all up and you're going to end up failing at it because you just self sabotaged yourself. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> like you just did it. So you join a gym and you've got all these wonderful intentions and then you, you know, you go to the gym and then all of a sudden you self sabotage yourself because you drive home and you swing by McDonald's or what's mm. another? KFC
1: and, and buy yourself a chocolate at the petrol station. Yeah, or you go to the dairy, you it. Or you go and get your lotto ticket with a, a Mars bar.
0: Or you go home and you have a couple glasses of wine. Mm. So you look after your health and then you self-sabotage it at the other end or you're not prioritizing your sleep. You can sabotage your finances. Like you could get a bonus from work or you could have some savings and then all of a sudden you go and buy some stuff. And on that note, you know, if you buy stuff, you end up with stuff all. Because you're looking for uncertainty, As Mel Robbins says, self-sabotage is when we say we want something and then we go about making sure it doesn't happen. Have you ever found yourself in this situation? Like, have you ever found yourself self-sabotaging yourself? Put your hand up, put your hand up, put your hand up, because we all do it. We all, all do it. Lack of forgiveness causes almost all of our self-sabotaging behavior. So learn to forgive yourself.
1: And quite often, let's be let's be clear here. Self sabotage often ends up in drama. So Mama. we're getting lots and lots of uncertainty <laughs> met in a very very frustrating and unresourceful way. Oh, when you've
0: you've gone out on a night for the, with the girls and you're drinking, right? You're going to self sabotage yourself, and then you're going to create drama. So you've got those people that are getting their needs of uncertainty met in a in a um unresourceful way. So not only are they going to drink most of the night they're going to cause drama when they go out drinking sound familiar okay and let's move on to the last one another example here
1: is changing the tv channels i don't know a lot of a lot of women like to steal their remote from the husbands because the guys just chinker a chink chink, a changing 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 they're getting a lot of variety and uncertainty because you never know what's going to be on the next channel And it drives people nuts.
0: So some people want to be the person that changes the channel and some people want the channel the same. So remember we spoke about certainty last week. Now we're talking about uncertainty. So where do you sit in your relationship? Do you hold the remote or is someone else holding the remote? Does it make you frustrated or does it give you fulfillment? That is the question.
1: And you may also have a partner that likes to create some drama and maybe start an argument. And they know that by changing the channels on the remote is going to make you mad. So mm-hmm. therefore, they get to they get they their need of changing the channels and a fight. Isn't that good?
0: There you go. So we've got drama all around. We've got the TV <laughs> channels. We're self-sabotaging. We're creating
1: overwhelm. And we could be having drugs, alcohol, and sex on a, on a sort of over-the-top level.
0: Wow, but uncertainty <laughs> is getting met at an unconscious level. So if you can relate to any one of those, I want you just to highlight which one stands out for you the most and in what areas of your life you can see it playing out currently. All right, so go through, we're looking at overwhelm. We're talking about- Drugs, alcohol, and sex. We're talking about
1: creating drama, you know, being the drama queen. And then we're talking about- Self-sabotage and changing the TV channel and just being a real pain in the ass. So
0: how did that go for everybody? Who had some awareness around that? Who's like, "Holy crap, that was me." Who's like, "Holy crap, that's my mother-in-law. That's my sister. That's my boss. That's my friend." Like, who did you identify as getting their uncertainty need met in a really unresourceful way? Be honest. Look, without awareness, we can't create change, and what we're here today is to teach you about how you can get your uncertainty need met in a resourceful way now remember that means you're getting it met where it's good for you it's good for others and it gets you focused on helping us become our potential so let's look at look at we want more fulfillment now so we want less frustration and more fulfillment when it comes to getting uncertainty need or variety need met in a resourceful way so number one if you if you want to write this down is new challenges
1: so that could be um, maybe you join a gym and for the first time or a club. Maybe if you already are at a gym, for example, you might try a new class. You might try a weight loss challenge when you jump on with a bunch of other people. You might learn how to ride a bicycle or learn how to swim if you don't know how to do that. What other cool things could we do in there? You could
0: do, um, when you travel to different countries, you can go and do adventure things. Anything that creates a challenge in your world. So in my Ultimate You group, uh, tomorrow, today actually, we've just started a seven-day challenge. Why? Because that can get our uncertainty need met in a really resourceful way. So I'm curious, what new challenges could you implement For the rest of the year, what new things could you implement that are going to help you get your uncertainty need met at a conscious level? Take ownership. You can take ownership of your life. You can do this. Write down right now what are some new challenges that you've been putting off that maybe you're too scared. Maybe you don't have the confidence right now. Just put it down. Make it happen. So at our gym, we run numerous challenges all the time because we are fully aware of the six core needs. And when people have uncertainty, you know, unresourcefully, which we were talking about before, they they are eating junk food, right? Or they're drinking alcohol or they're they're creating overwhelm or self-sabotaging. So when they go into a challenge... They, they let go of all that frustration and they start to have fulfillment. So when COVID first hit, we had the declutter challenge. We had the 21 day shut the fridge door challenge. We had um, calm in the storm coaching program. We had all of, all of these challenges that people could jump into so that we did not, we just didn't. I know all of these members are probably going, no, oh, is that what you did, Ursh Sam? Yes, that's what we did. We knew that everyone was going into frustration because there was so much uncertainty. So we took the bulls by the horn and we threw so many things at our members because we wanted them to start living in fulfillment and not focusing on frustration.
1: And number two is playfulness. What does that matter? Well, you got to have fun. Like uncertainty and variety can only come when you're having lots of fun so like just going out with your to the beach and um, I don't know rolling down a sand dune or just going out boogie boarding or just being with your friends and playing a game of badminton outside in the park or volleyball or Putting on the kangaroo boots that ursh has got and going for a run around the lake. Yeah, Just we do
0: scooter dates. Scooter so, dates, yeah. you know, this is what you've got to think about. If you're going to swap out frustration for fulfillment and we're talking about, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll, right, or alcohol. And I'm not saying get rid of all of them. What we're saying is how could you create more playfulness without having to rely on those things as much. Because You know, some people never want to give up alcohol, and there's no way you should have to give up sex, right? However, if you're using those devices, right, external things that you need to feel, you know, you need to get that need of uncertainty met, you need to ask yourself, is that causing frustration or fulfillment? So, I'm just going to share with you like, recently, a, a month ago, we went away with a group of girlfriends to celebrate a friend's 40th birthday and we just had playfulness the whole time so mm. we've been in you know, a lot of the time since COVID we've just been in the grind and it's go 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 right and we just keep you know what is the next thing what is the next thing so it's almost like you're in a fight or flight response all the time and it's in survival mode so your brain is constantly going 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 and we had four day, three or four days just away doing nothing And when I say doing nothing, there was a plan which included playfulness every single day. So day one, we were doing electric bike tour, um, which was on our bucket list. And then day two, we did a kayak trip. And then day three, uh, we did the banana boats. Oh, yeah, we did the banana boats. And every single day was laughter, playfulness, fun. And so I'm going to encourage you to have a look at your schedule, your diary, you know, and your family calendar. Are you providing playfulness to yourself and to your family? And if not, where could you implement it? Like going to the jungle gym, like uh, as I say, we have scooter dates. We take our put our scooters in the car and we just go and have a scooter date. We just, our scooters are going out for a date and we just scooter around. We have playfulness because you know, the Christmas present that we got was is always around fun. So last year's the one the year before last was we thought we're going to get scooters and we're going to scooter everywhere. And so I put my headphones in and I dance on my way to work because it's playful. So I put my scooter on, play my favorite tunes, and there's no podcast happening, there's no audible book. That is pure music, and I am dancing on my scooter, scootering into work, and it sets me up for my day. And last year we got a kayak and we just want to go out, we jump into the water, we do crazy stuff and it's just fun, it's playful. So definitely create more playfulness in your arena. So in your workplace, in your family space, have adventures, create fun. Yes, I just said the word adventure. And what's really important also for um, reaching more fulfillment and getting your uncertainty need met in a resourceful way is embracing adventure. And what does that mean exactly? That means you create the adventure, you make the adventure, you invite others to an adventure. So we have a blackwater rafting adventure that uh, we got as a gift. And do we want to go? You bet we want to go, but that's adventure. So going and doing the things that you wouldn't normally do when you go on holidays or when you go on trips, like what's something different and outside of the norm that's going to create fun? Like this birthday that we went to was all about adventure and there was people weren't drinking, people weren't interested in that. We were just there having fun. So we had playfulness and we were embracing adventure. Okay, and then the next one, let's move on. Number three. Changing the meaning of an event. So basically what that means is we're going to be reframing what we're currently thinking about an event. So, Sam, what would you say?
1: So, you know, we're in an an instant where if you are looking at an unresourceful way and if something will happen and drama, Drama. and there's just like a big drama, a big problem, it's a big, oh, and everybody's self, everybody's sabotaging me and everybody's taking me down and it's this big thing and the world's against me. But instead of that, you actually look at it and you reframe the situation and go, oh, that was unfortunate that the car behind me crashed into me. The poor lady behind me, she's really upset. And um, obviously she didn't want to crash into me. And thank thank God we're both okay and we've got insurance and it's not a problem. Versus, oh my God, she's a bitch and she was blind and she crashed into me and she was driving too fast and I see how you could create... A huge big thing out of something that was obviously an accident so it's reframing situations reframing a comment that was made to you by a friend you know they may have said something which triggered you and you made it into something it wasn't whereas actually you can just step and get set back and just say actually all she said was this why did i think of it like that and instead just laugh about it don't create drama mm-hmm. instead stand back take a deep breath think about it and actually realize okay that was that wasn't actually what she meant at all reframe it's my favorite thing I love reframing ask my staff we always go reframe reframe what a,
0: what a great example to share and I just it made me think about uh, one year when I was in Tahiti and I was I was really young at the time and when I say really young I think I was maybe 18 17 um a few years ago just a few years ago now and and I thought about the frustration and the fulfillment. And I was on a trip in Tahiti, and the flight got cancelled coming back. And I went into the drama queen mode. I was like, I don't want to stay in Tahiti anymore. There's big cockroaches and there's rats crawling up my legs. And blah. And I just did the ring, ring, ring. And I was just freaking out. And I was a hundred percent focused on fear and worry. Like I was 100% focused on fear or worry. Now, what I could have done to reframe that, not wanting to be stuck in Tahiti at the time, I was 17. Remember that. Now I look at it as an adult and I think, damn, why didn't I get stranded there for the for a month, right? So, however, if I had to just reframe that, and I could have thought thought or looked at, hey. What a beautiful time for me to take an extra two days for myself. I can read another book. I can go and explore the island. I can go and do another thing on the top 10. And why that's important for us is that actually not only helps us feel more fulfilled, it also helps balance our central nervous system. So when we're living in fight or flight, or when we're living in drama the whole time, we're actually living in fight or flight. So if you're noticing people that have burnout or um, adrenal fatigue, a lot of those people, are constantly living in survival mode or fight or flight mode. So this is why it's really important that you learn the muscle or you build the muscle of reframe. Reframe is a muscle and you can change it and you can grow it anytime you want. So the next time something happens really tragic or you think it's tragic or a friend has a little episode that happens or something comes up and you're like, oh! I want you just to think about this conversation and I want you to think how you can possibly reframe that. What is good about this? And I teach this to my coaching clients is when they come in with uh, something that's really upset them or they're really angry about or really frustrated about and I go, what happened? What are three things that you're grateful for? What are you learning right now and what are you grateful for? And that will automatically help you reframe the event. Okay, and what's another one, Tim? different hobbies yeah different hobbies so some of the different hobbies that we've picked up i guess is you know we went through a huge phase of uh road bikes we we love cycling we're huge when it comes to cycling and then we are now in the hobby of kayaking
1: yep you know you might be like painting maybe you've just taken up um color what is it called numbers color by numbers Or those little those little diamond things that you stick onto those things, creativity kind of hobbies. It's just things that
0: really light you up and that really help balance you out. So that's another way. And then the last one is creativity.
1: So this is where you could get your coloring in pencils out. You could take your drawing board out. You could, if you're an artist, you could do that. Maybe you like to do woodwork. Maybe you like to do stonies. You know, play with stones and create necklaces or jewelry. Maybe you just like to um, knit or do crocheting. It's your opportunity to bring out your inner creativity and just make something pretty. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I like
0: that. And you also can be creative in your health. So where can you introduce creativity in your, in your health and well-being? Where can you introduce creative creativity in your relationship, in your partner? So, you know, you might be creative and organize a getaway And you might do something that's completely off the chart and design a poster or a picture together. You might design a calendar for your kids at at, at home and put, you know, I don't know, Sam and Paul might have uh, each Friday, one of them gets to choose what they want to do every week so that we have family day and they get to choose what they want to do and make it fun creative so that they're also involved and
1: it absolutely beats changing the tv channel (laughs) (laughs) all right so instead of being a channel jumper or a netflix jumper you know when you just jump through and look at all the movies and just like it's just like an automatic thing instead you're being creative you're having fun you're doing it with your family you're playing games you're drawing you're you're being artistic, you're being... Go back to childhood, like every kid, like if if we've got all the mums here that are listening to
0: this and anyone that works in childminding, when when kids are entertained and they're looking at different hobbies and they're being creative with crayons and Play-Doh and things like that, they are fulfilled, they are happy, they're excited. They don't want to do the same old thing and watch the same, you know, changing the TV channel. They don't want to self-sabotage themselves. They don't struggle with overwhelm. And as Maya Angelou says, you can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. Creativity requires the courage to let go of certainties. So let's just recap. Let's go through them all again. So new challenges, playfulness, embracing adventure, changing the meaning of an event. So training your reframe muscle, looking at different hobbies and creativity want to try something just highlight the one that you know you do the most of so are you currently looking and seeking for new challenges are you currently and all the time being a little bit playful do you like to joke around are you embracing adventure or do you run from adventure are you increasing drama or you reframing drama do you like to take on different hobbies different adventure do you like to be creative? Where are you being creative? So out of those out of that list, highlight the ones that stand out for you. And then I want you to look at are you having more fulfillment? with uncertainty right now or are you having more frustration with uncertainty right now because remember the beautiful thing is once we've created awareness of where you're sitting right now you get to change this and this is where the game changes you get to take ownership of what your life is and where you are right now so let's just take
1: do one thing Sam come on what's the one thing we don't want to overwhelm them So all you're going to do is you're going to take one thing that you've just highlighted from your frustration list, you know, the things that were unresourceful and they weren't good for you and weren't good for others, Mm. and you're going to stop doing that one thing or minimize that one thing, and instead you're going to replace it with something in your fulfillment list that you know is going to make you feel more alive, more energized, you're going to have a lot more fun, a lot more adventure, you're going to have new adventures, new stimulus... And it's going to bring you the uncertainty and variety that you're looking for in a more resourceful way. So one thing you're going to stop doing and one thing you're going to start doing. Yes! So there we have it. Today's session
0: was big. This is a biggie and this is one that we needed to dive deep into. So don't worry if you need to go back and listen to it a couple of times. It's all good. You've got it here and it is a hundred percent free. I encourage you to share this out on social media. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Hopefully you know other drama queens that will be listening to this that will hear this and they will want to create change and get their need of uncertainty met in a more resourceful way by simply training their reframe muscle. And I can't wait for next week. And in fact, I can't wait to hear what you thought of this episode. So please private message me. I love, love, love getting all of your responses. So a huge shout out to Betty, Amanda, Colleen and Llama last week that messaged me. They all private messaged me as soon as they'd, they'd listened to the podcast and said, this is exactly where I am right now. And I'm so grateful for the podcast. So next week, I can't wait to share with you Significance. Have an amazing week. Remember, this week is all about getting uncertainty met in a really resourceful way so that you can have more fulfillment. If you do that, then other people are going to watch you because they're going to see how happy you are fulfillment is just like this magnet for having more fun more adventure and more excitement so be the calm in the storm be the person that wants to have more fulfillment in their life so that you can show others or be at least be the example for others on what's truly possible it's all about creating your life by design as opposed to living life by default thank you thank you thank you so much for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it Please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved. You matter. And you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.